The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, good afternoon. It is Thursday on the 630 Chad Afternoon News. We start things off as we usually do on a Thursday afternoon with my pal Gordon Steinke. Hey, good afternoon. I actually called you Gordon there. Yeah, Sorry. Did. You sound like my mom. I was going to say, I sound really, just I've like your mom. done something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was always the, uh, the first and, and the middle name. Right. With my parents. Yeah, it depended on the level of <clears throat> badness. Yeah, that the you trouble were in. that you were in. Yeah, I mean, Gordon Raymond Steinke, get your butt down mm-hmm. here. How's your week been? It's been busy. Yeah. It's been really good. Uh, we've had, uh, I had a great interview on yesterday. We had, uh, I know you were, you were yeah. interested in the D Day anniversary. We had the bugler, uh, trumpeter, I guess they is they called him, was Colin Williams, bombardier Colin Williams from the Royal Canadian Artillery mm-hmm. Band. And, and what a fascinating, he's back and he's, I think he's like 28 years old. Wow. So what an experience. He's there doing the last post and the vets are all in front of him at Juneau Beach. And he has said wonderful stories. He said, it, it, I was, said, was that his first time there? Yeah. Yeah. And I said, well, how do you, you know, you, you prep for a, a performance like that? I mean, it's crazy. He says, well, you just got to keep your chops up. But he says, seeing those 31 vets in front mm-hmm. of him, he said that really calmed, took away the jitters. Oh, really? So, and then he did a bunch of other ceremonies cool. and he came back and, oh, it was great. Very good. And you know that trumpet that he had? He brought it right in. I got to hold it. That thing was worth, he said, 5000 Oh, bucks. my gosh. <laughs> like, my bass guitar is only 2500 <laughs> I thought, that's incredible. That band, too, is absolutely phenomenal. The Royal Canadian Artillery yeah. Band uh, is based out at... Uh, at Edmonton Garrison Third Div, and uh, they travel. They travel the world well, right now. They notch. they played at Buckingham Palace the last couple of years. Uh, they've just uh, done uh, some phenomenal stuff over the past uh, number of years. But yeah, and they have a great Christmas concert. Oh yeah, right. They're telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, that I am see every year, which yeah. is which is tons of fun. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that we wanted to talk about today because we've been talking about it kind of across all of the course platforms yeah. today through uh, through radio and certainly on, on global television tonight as well, is public drinking. Alberta matters public drinking. And and we've kind of taken this on during the election. Yeah, they're changing the rules and regulations yeah. here. That's why we've got, we should mention, we've got our entire global crew here, Creative <laughs> Services, Phil and Loris and Stefan are here and they're shooting us in the radio station. Yes. Isn't weird? It's like TV on radio. Mm-hmm. You can't see it. But we're promoting uh, a new segment. It's called Alberta Matters. Yes. First one runs tonight. It's funny you bring up. That's our first topic is tonight. Vinesh Pratap is out uh, doing some interviews on that very topic, mm-hmm. public drinking. And this is going to just dig deep into issues that matter to all Albertans. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a bi-monthly yes. uh, special. So tonight that kicks it off and funny you should mention that it's public drinking it is public and drinking issue, and, it? and it is because it was the Edmonton Youth Council who brought it up who, who brought it to uh, City Council last month saying hey you know we want to think about this maybe it'll help normalize yeah. uh, drinking a little bit maybe it will um, you know just kind of loosen some things up at the public parks all that sort of yeah. thing and uh, for right now City Council has said no we're gonna pump the brakes we'll see what the province is going to do first we want to don't want to be doing all sorts of work and then doubling up on what the province yeah. is doing but because didn't Calgary say that they were going to go ahead with it. <laughs> Calgary's yeah, Calgary is kind of uh, doing some pilot projects yeah. and and stuff like that down there. And but we're we're kind of holding. We're back still holding back now. Having said that, Premier Kenny, mm-hmm. uh, of course, before the May long weekend, you remember that video of him and right. like with five local beers and. I wanted to see him shotgun one. Um, <laughs> you probably would. But, you know, cameras were rolling. But, you know, they had loosened up the rules at the public park or right. at, at the provincial parks. Because here's the thing. Think about this. Um, you know, a number of the parks out there, you could not technically could right. not go and uh, have, have so drinks around long, the campfire. It's a long weekend and yeah. you're out there at the campfire and you're, you're not driving anywhere. You're just sitting there having yep. a good time with family and friends and you're not allowed to... No. 
to have a, have yeah. a beer. I know it's uh, it's kind of odd because, uh, I mean, I, I worked in the States for a little while and, and totally different uh, atmosphere down there. Public parks, if you go out July 4th, for mm -hmm. example, they're selling beer in yeah. the parks for a buck of, uh, for 12 ounces or whatever. And and um, I never saw any like uh, drunken people in, in that area, but maybe it's, a, you know, I know that's a fear that, that that's going to happen. But, you know, I think people are pretty responsible and I, 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 yeah, and here's the thing. I think you're bad apples, but overall. And I think those who actually kind of want to go have a, a picnic at Harlock with uh, a bottle of wine and some cheese and crackers or whatever it is, they're probably doing it already and they just haven't been caught. Right. I'm not sure that we're going to see a huge rush on people grabbing a bottle and heading down to the parks yeah. um, and, and tearing it up. Yeah, because the people who are abusing that and are doing it yeah. anyway, illegally. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it just kind of loosens it up. But especially for the campers, it just all makes yeah. sense. I just, uh, yeah, it was, I've had this conversation a couple of times today about it, and I'd love to know what you think, uh, Chadville. Let us know at 630-630, and you can give us a call if you want at 496-0063. I'd, I'd love to know if it's loose. Now, like, would you go to Harlech? Would you go to one of the parks and, you know, maybe have a glass of champagne or a bottle of wine or whatever it is? And I know there's some concern as well over uh, drinking and driving, but again, Absolutely. it's not one of those things. And, and of course, that's yeah. got to be on everybody's Absolutely. radar. That's, that's top of the heap. Yeah. But I, I, I look at some of the other cultures around the world, maybe Europe, yeah. you know, where you could sit and have a, a glass of wine or a bottle of wine, your picnic basket, you know, yeah. sitting in front of the Eiffel Tower and, and just enjoying things and not getting, you know, bat crazy. Getting plastered. No, yeah. and you don't have to, to, to do that. And I wonder, though, when you look at the the culture, like in, in some of the European countries compared to Canada when it comes to alcohol yeah well even in like who's that, doing it right or who's doing it wrong well i think they're doing it better than we are i think as soon as you start to restrict stuff and, and put laws and labels and put people into little pigeonholes mm -hmm. and say you can you can do this and you can't do that it, uh, people uh, want to kind of some people want to rebel and do it anyway i was in berlin with dad yeah. and i it was i never saw one intoxicated person and they had with your sausages you they yeah. were they were selling a beer <laughs> on the, in the food carts nice and everybody guys were coming out and dressed in suits and ties because they were Working at the local bank and coming mm -hmm. out, and same with England. It's, mm -hmm. it's the same in London. People go and enjoy one pint, or yeah. you know, and then go back to work. I mean, I'd, I'd want to have a nap. I'll save that till I get home, but uh, that's part of the, you know, that's part of their culture and hats off to them. And I don't see if uh, everything is done in moderation, what's the problem? I think that, you know, Albertans for the most part don't like being told what to do. They, and I see it on the text line all the time. There's a lot of folks out there. It's like, don't tell me what to do. I don't want another like rule. I don't want adults, this. I think, yeah. I think sometimes, you know, are Canadians a little prudish? When it comes to drinking I think we're just more polite. I think Is we just it? don't want to complain about it. If we're being told what to do, well, we better follow the line. We better not question this. Mm. And I think maybe, uh, you know, Kenny's on to something. Yeah, I, I think he is definitely on to th something. Curious, Gord, when you were growing up, mm -hmm. when it came to alcohol in your house, yeah. um, uh, were you allowed, to, would, would your parents give you a little sip of something here yeah. and there? Every now and then you'd, they'd, they'd give us a little sip or uh, you could have half a beer. Uncle, yeah. you know, there was always the uncle. <laughs> so we'd go to the like Kipabisco Lake up by Tisdale and, 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 and if I was there, maybe I was 15 or yeah. 16 and, you know, Uncle Herb would give you, here, have a beer, one yeah. beer. And, and I would just, you just feel, you know, you wouldn't want to abuse it because you felt kind of special about it. So it was kind of cool that the uncle would, would be passing you, you know, one one Pilsner. That was yeah. it. Yeah. And so you'd nurse it all afternoon. <laughs> 
and feel pretty grown up. <laughs> I remember being a you? kid. Yeah. I remember being a kid, and uh, you know, maybe at uh, at Christmas time uh, or a special occasion, and you know, my parents would bring home a bottle of you know Spumante Bambino or Baby Duck. You guys remember mm, that? That's that, right up there with Matus. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. you know, headache in a bottle is yeah. what it is. But and we would uh, be allowed to have a little sip of it, not a whole glass, but we would allowed to, yeah, we would get a little, it, a little glass. Charlie never heard anybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> or uh, that awful creme de menthe liqueur Ugh, yeah. uh, over a little bit of ice cream at oh, Christmas yeah. time. Yeah. The alcohol in my family... It wasn't taboo. It was not taboo, and it wasn't, don't you ever do that. Yeah. You know, you can't do that. It was it was just... It, and, and I want to say, yeah, it's normalized. It just never was a thing. I was like, oh, I can see my parents do it. I really, really want to do, yeah. to do that. And it's been interesting to watch my uh, brother raise and brother and his wife raise uh, their kids because are they doing that? Yeah, same thing is yeah. you know if you know my my nephew Gavin who's like fourteen, he's like, Dad, can I have a sip of your beer? Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, and he'll taste. He's like, Yuck! And he just goes on with life. Yeah. It's only, just not you know, a keep away thing. Exactly. My only I got into trouble. I think I would have been about seventeen, and you know, Dad had all the, all the the the, the whiskey bottles and. <laughs> the vodka you know you know up on a on a, co- on a mm-hmm. up in a cupboard where you know you keep the coats when you came in the front door that's was with the liquor cabinet so i found that out and you know you'd, you'd maybe take a little bit out of there for Friday night mm. party, then you'd replace it with water. Water. So by the time it got to New Year's Eve, it got trouble because he went to pour Uncle Herb a drink, and he said, "Wait a minute, this isn't doesn't look like rum. This looks like water." Yeah, it was water. Some of the texts coming in this afternoon. Uh, Sarah says, "I started drinking sips of wine at ten years old or a bit younger. I was allowed just a few sips. It was special. Yeah, it made you feel like one of the grown-ups." Yeah, Daryl says Italians in Rome looked funny when I showed up to a picnic party. They said, "Bring beer," so I uh, grabbed a case of big bottles. They looked at me funnier when I gave every the first one um, they only buy one bottle yeah. and they share it right if you know again again public. it's not a it's not a free-for-all yeah. it's you know this is what we do um Big L says the people afraid of public drinking are the same people who were afraid that weed would be on every street corner when it was legalized. Didn't happen, didn't nothing, it? Nothing, nothing happened. And yeah. I, that was a part of a conversation that we had early. You remember before October seventeenth and the conversations? It was like the 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 sky was going to drop or right. something like that. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be everywhere. It's going to be everywhere. I've noticed it in a few. Uh, I can smell I it. I can smell it. Yeah, I've noticed any behavior change. But again, I don't think it's a free-for-all. No, it's not like a Cheech and Chong movie. Where no. Guy's driving slow down the freeway. <laughs> big, big puff of smoke. No. Not yet. I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> How am I driving? Oh, I think you're parked. Let me know. Uh, let us know this afternoon about uh, public drinking and, and your thoughts on it as we continue this afternoon with uh, Alberta Matters and this focus on public drinking. And would love to know what you have to say about it. You can text me. 630-630. The phone number again is 4960063. We'll continue the conversation with Gord Steinke right after this. Just thanks, sitting in Harlock know, Park listening nice? to this oh, tune. Absolutely. Maybe a beer or a yeah, glass of wine. Like a beer with that. Some of the texts coming in uh, said, you know, I just got back from Montreal where we enjoyed a cold beer from the corner store and a takeout poutine in a beautiful park. It was fantastic. And and public drinking in Canada is is pretty, is very similar across most of the provinces, except, except in Quebec, yeah, so where you are from, from allowed to. to. Yeah. In Quebec. Where is it here? In Quebec, um, the, the public drinking most relaxed in Canada. Alcohol may be consumed in public parks if you're eating a meal. Mm. Okay, but the question is, 
what is a meal right. in this case. Um, a snack, like a muffin or a bag of chips, isn't enough to be considered a meal. Uh, so, you you know, you want to bring some cheese, some yeah. crackers, some, what you know, whatever. And police officer walks up? Does he determine if that's a snack well, or a meal? Well, yeah, I guess so. That's guess so. that's the big one. They said the rules are also sticky about what constitute a park. The outdoor meal must be consumed in an area of the park that has picnic tables. Oh, yeah. Um, you can't just crack a cold one on a patch of green space. So this is what's happening in right, Quebec. Quebec right now. Right, right. now. Um, the legal drinking age in Quebec, same as ours here, yeah. it's 18. So they still have a lot of rules and regulations surrounding this. But much more relaxed yeah. than pretty Compared much everywhere else. Yeah. Fines for uh, breaking the public drinking laws in Quebec range from 100 to $150 for the first offense and can rise to $1,000 for no. repeat offenders. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, I think they're making a move in the right the right way. I don't Like you said, I don't think people like being told what to do, and it should be up you know, up to us. And of course, there's going to be people that are abusing it, but those people are going to are be already be abusing that. And so. that was, uh, yeah, this one from Mark says, hey, Jay, if you make drinking alcohol a big deal, it becomes a big deal. Of course, some people would abuse it, uh, but they would do that well, anyway. That's, it's exactly what happened in the 20s for, yeah. uh, with prohibition. I mean, you took something away that people, you know, wanted to have, especially after World War One. They wanted to celebrate. Mm-hmm. You took it away, and what happened? It created an entire mafia organized crime scenario where they ended up bootlegging it. And if you want to read more, you just have to get <laughs> Gord's book. <laughs> well, there's that, but I do know quite a bit about it. And well, you do, and yeah. And that was what the you know sociologists and uh, cultural theorists were talking about. Is you take something away, people are going to find a way to get it anyway. Mm-hmm. So why not just open things up a little bit? You know, we're not all a bunch of kids. And that's that's the thing. And I think some people are worried that we're setting some sort of precedent for the the younger kids. And I don't know. You know... I don't know. If they're pouring cream de mint over your ice cream ice when you're a kid. <laughs> I mean, that was that. I think that turned me off. To be honest with you, I cannot stand mint, uh, you know, at all anymore. But when you, I, I don't. Our, our kid, and here's the thing, Chedville. Let me know about this. Are are kids drinking a lot? Are are kids, you know, the teenagers drinking a lot, or are they smoking pot? I have been told that more and more are going towards pot. And I'm hearing the other from, from, yeah. this, from a very good source, my grandkids, who are <laughs> teens, uh, early teens, they're uh, dead set against uh, when they uh, anything like that. They're completely and some don't different want anything. Than, than our generation. Yeah. And I think that's because they were raised a little bit more sort of open with, mm-hmm. uh, with that, and they're very aware of the drinking and driving. I'm so proud of them. That's awesome. Because they have those programs in their schools. Yeah. There seems to be way more awareness than back when I was in high school. And, and, I, and I don't think they're just telling you that just to say, oh, no, no, you know. We, we, well, you, you know better than anyone, Gord, about how public perception has changed around drinking and driving. Well, yeah, you think I lost a sister to a exactly. drunk driver. And, uh, and how many years ago was that? That's going back to 96 now. Okay. Since then, I mean, I, there's billboard campaigns and MAD, and there's so many different groups that, that raise so much awareness. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I mean, back in the 70s and 80s. Oh, think about it. I, I can't. It's, it's, it's amazing more people weren't killed. You know? Yeah, I can remember even, you know, talking to my parents and saying, you know, and them admitting straight up, you know, spinning out of control on the on the drive home from a party once, and there's yeah. no way that they should have been driving right. and, whatsoever. And, and now they wouldn't think of that that's, you know, and they're in their 70s, you know, so 50s, 60s, 70s. That just, 
is not happening. Well, you know, here's the funny thing. We uh, had the guys in the band over last mm-hmm. night. We're having rehearsals, you know, and, and it's funny how everything's changed uh, since we first started playing together because last night it's one beer and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And, you know, we're driving tonight. Yeah. So, and, and everybody that I talk to and, and even teenagers are very aware of the consequences mm-hmm. of it. So we got, and, and that's good because they're all spreading the message to their, their friends and peers. And I think they're, they don't even have to do it. They're learning it. And it's ingrained in them where you and I had to learn that. We did have to learn that. I, I think back in my 20s. Um, and you know, going after work, going down to the to, to the local pub, and you know, my buddy would drive us home, and it was you think back and go, oh my gosh, right. it's it's lucky that you're still alive, but we didn't kill anybody a few a few times. Like yeah. I didn't drive, I didn't even have a vehicle until I was thirty years old, so I I didn't you know. But you think about how many times you actually got into a vehicle with someone, and how now it's like, no, we're taking a cab, you're taking an Uber, oh, yeah. uh, you're sleeping over. You know, we had a friend over uh, on the weekend. It's like, you know what? Either we're Uber in your home, or you're staying here, and he's like, "Okay, I'll just stay here." And that was there, there's there's no there's no think, discussion or not there's no there's no arguments about it anymore. And why would that change from people? Why why on earth do people think that that would change if you open up public parks like Horlack Park to have a beer? Or people are still going to be just as cognizant. Well, I can't drive drunk, mm-hmm. so they might have you know one or two, and that would be it. Yeah, yeah. So. And there's you know there's some folks out there who say you know even one is too much, mm-hmm. and 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 I get that. Um, I think you know you we all. Have have a line in our head and usually for most of us I think it's it's one or or nothing but yeah. uh, we just we work it into our plans now so um, you know coach and I are making plans to go out for dinner on on Friday night it's like you know you come home from work uh, we'll drop the you know leave the car at home and we'll uber there we'll yeah. uber home and that just gets kind of added right. into and the I'm overall gonna, cost of the night I'm not going to take a cab to Mickelon Lake just because no. I want to have a six-pack of beer and camp you know and drive <laughs> back right so I think yeah I don't think your, everything's going to just kind of stay the same. It's just yeah. uh, loosen up the rules a little bit and, and let us have make our own decisions. Well, as an adult, right? Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's. Uh yeah. wrap our head around that a little bit. So I'll anyway, be- this discussion is going to be uh, woven uh, through this afternoon. Again, the show uh, ends early today. We'll be off the air at 5 o'clock today, making way for a countdown to kickoff because we'll the Edmonton here, yeah. Eskimos in Winnipeg this afternoon. The Blue Bombers. Uh, the Blue Bombers. Yeah, so. we've got this coming up. This our new Alberta Matters. Mm-hmm. So if you want to uh, see what we found out from the legislature, what Vinesh is getting, uh, you know, and talking to, you know, pub owners and people and, and all that <laughs> about this issue too. We'll have that on our first and of Alberta Matters coming up at uh, 6 o'clock yeah, tonight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this because I like being able to dig into a topic yeah. uh, a little bit more. And so, yeah, this is going to become a bit of a feature uh, across uh, chorus over the next little bit. Um, Gasby says, I let my son have a bit to drink from about 12 years on. He's 18 now and not interested at all in drinking and no pot either. Uh, my son is 14 and I know for a fact the parents of his friends let majority of them have drinks on the weekends. I think it's stupid and wrong but my son is the outcast if he doesn't bring a couple drinks with him to a party now here's the thing i do have a i i have a i have a problem with other parents you know if my kids are over there and saying oh it's okay if that's not my rule if that's not my rule and you know i think it puts the kids in a in a difficult position it's a rock and a hard place it sure does yeah Yeah, absolutely does so that's something that my parents didn't really do is say why don't you guys just stay home and have a party instead of going out and uh, at least we know where you are (laughs) yeah we went to the bars we didn't go we didn't do house parties we went to the bars I want to go two-stepping at the Golden Nugget. Yeah, I think the mom's still kicking herself. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon, always great to see you. Uh, it'll hey, be you a too. couple of weeks. Uh, Have a great vacation. Where are you thank going? Thank you.
Uh, Haven't made up your mind. That's no. the best kind. Best yeah, kind. we're going to see. It's going to be awesome. awesome. So we'll looking have a wonderful forward to time. it. Uh, thanks for this. And you know what? Uh, throughout the afternoon, my producer Brad went down to Harlock Park this afternoon, talking to folks about public drinking. Uh, here's some of that. Jay, I'm uh, down at Horlack Park with Anna. She's out walking her, her little dog, Poppy. Anna, you actually have a unique perspective. You're from Australia, so your take on public consumption of alcohol? I, I'm all for public consumption of alcohol. So if you were, you know, out walking uh, Poppy right now, would you be okay with, you'd be okay with having a, a drink when you're sitting down here and relaxing and, and looking out on the water? Well, I wouldn't probably have a drink, but I'd be okay if other people were having a drink as long as it's responsible. What's it like in Australia, I mean, when it comes to the consumption? Do things ever really get out of hand or do people handle themselves pretty well? Um, I'm sure it does get out of hand, but I think that's policed and I think you're fined. So I think uh, I'm not exactly sure of the, the rulings there, but I'm, I, I think that it's something that should be a responsibility of whoever, of us, as opposed to making it a rule or a law. So do you think there should be, you know, extra police presence or security presence, or do you think it should just be if things get out of hand, then they get called? Correct. If things get out of hand, they get called. I think it's public become the police themselves, in a sense. I've asked a few other people, do you think it's time Canada sort of relaxes a little bit and opens up these things? Well, apparently relaxed regarding marijuana, so what's, what's the difference? <laughs>